You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. You're listening to Mint Business News with me Gopika Gopakumar. Here are the main headlines this morning. The Berman family, the owner of the Dabur India, announced an open offer to buy 26% stake in Religare Enterprises for up to 2116 crore rupees as it looks to build a financial services business. MB Finmart, Puran Associates, VIC Enterprises and Milky Investment and Trading Company announced an open offer to buy over 9 crore fully paid up equity shares at 235 rupees a piece. The country's largest lender State Bank of India raised a whopping 10000 crore rupees through an infrastructure bond issue with bids exceeding the initial target by over 5 times the bonds which will carry a coupon rate of 7.49% will be used to fund infrastructure projects and affordable housing this is the fourth infra bond issue by SBI underscoring the growing demand for such instruments from investors global investment firm KKR has invested 2069 crore rupees in Reliance Retail Ventures The retail arm of Reliance Industries increasing its stake to 1.42% from 1.17%. The investment values RRBL at a pre-money equity value of 8.36 trillion rupees. KKR's investment will be used to fund RRBL's expansion plans including the launch of new stores, the rollout of new products and services and the development of its e-commerce platform. Casino operator Delta Corp received a tax notice from the government demanding 111 billion rupees in taxes, interest and penalties for the period July 2017 to March 2022. The company is already facing heat from the recent imposition of a 28% GST on the money collected by gaming companies from customers. The company has said that it will challenge the tax notice. Life Insurance Corporation said it would appeal a tax notice of 290 crore rupees issued by the Goods and Services Tax Authority of Patna Bihar. The notice issued on September 21st demands GST interest and penalty for the period July 2017 to March 2022. The tax authority has alleged that LIC did not reverse the input tax credit availed and on the premium received by the corporation from policyholders. Adani Group is negotiating with banks to refinance 3.5 billion dollars in debt taken to finance its acquisition of Ambuja Cements. The deal is expected to be one of Asia's largest syndicated loan deals of the year. The refinancing is part of Adani's efforts to reduce its debt burden and improve its financial health. Kerala Minerals, a subsidiary of JSW Steel, has entered into an agreement to sell its plant and equipment, property, and mineral rights to West Virginia Properties for $24 million. JSW Steel said the sale was due to the fact that operating the mines was not economically viable in the absence of a coal mining lease and plant lease. The deal is expected to close in the coming weeks. Bajaj Finance will convene a board meeting on October 5th to consider fundraising via qualified institutional placement. or QIP the company plans to raise funds through various methods including a preferential issue and QIP the proposal is subject to regulatory approvals including approvals from the company's shareholders ICICI Lombard General Insurance has named Sanjeev Mantri as its new managing director and CEO effective 1st of December or the date of approval from the Insurance Regulatory and Development Authority of India Mantri will replace Bhargav Das Gupta who has been appointed as Vice President of the Asian Development Bank The consumer durables manufacturer Blue Star has raised 1000 crore rupees through its qualified institutional placement or QIP issue which opened on 18th of September the company allotted 1.29 crore shares at an issue price of 770 rupees a piece 
which is a 1.84% discount to the QIP flow price of 784 rupees 55 paise per share. The price is at the lower end of the discount range of up to 5%, which Blue Star had mentioned at the time of the QIP opening. The state-owned company Ircon has executed a contract agreement with Sri Lanka Railways for the procurement, installation, testing, commissioning and certification of a signalling and telecommunication system on the railway line from Maho Junction to Anuradhapura under the Indian line of credit. The contract is valued at $14.89 million and will be completed within 24 months from the date of signing. Shares of wind turbine manufacturer Suzlon Energy will be in focus today after RDC withdraw its nominee Ajay Mathur from the board of Suzlon. In an exchange filing, Suzlon said the Mathur has been withdrawn from the board since the financial resistance granted by the RDC-led consortium in terms of the rupee term loan agreement in April 2022 has been fully paid. Moving on to markets, benchmark indices Sensex and Nifty were muted in trade, tracking gift Nifty. Asian markets are in greed, but traded on a cautious note on Monday as central banks around the world warned of higher interest rates for longer and investors braced for key inflation data from the US and Europe. Markets will be closely watching China's economic data for any signs of a recovery. In business term of the day, we look at private credit. It's where a non-bank lender provides loans to companies, typically to small and medium-sized enterprises that are non-investment grade. Private credit can serve as a diversifier in private markets portfolio as debt is less correlated with equity markets. Plus, it allows for a shorter J-curve due to the periodic income component from repayments. With that, it's a wrap on today's edition. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great start of the week. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Smartcast.com.